Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda Williams, and I am thankful that you've shown up to join the conversation today. I, Before we get started, um, I did want to also thank all of you who have been sharing Reiki Radio with your friends and family. I have received some beautiful emails from people who are new to the show, and I just want to let you know that it means the world to me that you have been um, showing up and enjoying our conversations. So thank you so much for that. Now today... I am really excited about our topic because it's something that I have really been um, thinking about a lot and considering for myself, I'd say, over the last year or so. And um, what we're going to talk about today is why we have a third eye. Now, before we actually jump into the conversation, I want you to answer that for yourself. Before we get started, just go ahead and think about why you have a third eye. Why do you think that is? Now, one of the first things um, we should probably cover is what the third eye is, right? And, you know, of course, we've heard it in relation to our chakras with direct association to our intuition, but... Um, One of the things that's really interesting is that in ancient cultures, the third eye was also directly linked to our pineal gland, which is very sensitive to light. And the pineal is located deep in the center of our brain, and it has a a pine cone shape. And that's actually where the name stems from. But another interesting thing about it is that the pineal Um, secretes melatonin, and the secretion of the melatonin is dictated by light. Okay, so this is where we're going to get just a little bit woo-woo for a second. You know, it's Reiki Radio, and we can do that. So let's consider the possibility that the pineal is activated by our inner light or the connection to, or the recognition of our inner light? What if activating our third eye is activating, in a sense, our light, or the ability to see it? Now, before we consider how this can be done, let's really think about why. You know, why would we need to recognize our light and how would activation of our third eye serve us any purpose, really? Now, naturally, as I said a minute ago, we do associate the third eye with intuition and with the ability to see beyond the physical realm. So if you close your eyes, you know, you can bring up an image in your mind's eye, right? Like right now you can close your eyes and see um, a building or the home you used to live in. You can even do this with your eyes open. You can still bring up these images in your mind's eye. So just think about it, though. You know, whether your physical eyes are closed, you still have the ability to see. We can see in our dream state. You can see in meditation. And like I said, even with your eyes open, you can still see simultaneously with your mind's eye or with your third eye. 
Now, if you do believe that we are of source or, you know, we are from creator of all there there is or God, whatever you call it, and if we are actually made in his or her image, that all parts which we are comprised of have reason, why do we have the ability to see beyond what appears as material with our physical eyes? You know, this makes me think about um, namaste. And we've talked about this before, um, how people use the greeting or, um, yeah, kind of like a greeting, namaste, which, you know, loosely translates to the light in me acknowledges the light in you or the God in me acknowledges the God in you. But let's back up and consider this. Are you acknowledging the light in you? Do you actually acknowledge the God in you? And how do you see yourself? Now, if I asked you what you look like, you would probably share your physical attributes because you would describe what you've seen with your physical eyes, right? But if I asked you to look at you with your third eye, what would you see? Who are you and what are you beyond what is seen with the physical eyes? Are you light? And when you look at a person and you see them, think about, you know, when you look at someone in their eyes and you look past the physicality and really see them, what do you see? And how are you seeing that or how do you sense it? Now, if... I asked you what you are, you may identify your gender or the roles you've assumed, like mother or husband or sister or friend. But in your acknowledgement of what you are, do you claim your divine nature, that you are light, that you are a creator, that you are more than a physical being, and that you are more than your expression of light? So if you were able to see yourself beyond your physicality, what would you claim that you are? Okay, so of course, like I said, tapping into our intuition can um, allow us to see beyond the physical realm. You know, this is like psychic vision, you may call it. And it can be very useful and it can even be fun. But what if our reason for this type of vision or ability was much more purposeful? What if the reason you're able to see beyond the physical realm is to be able to see and understand who and what you truly are? It's interesting. And, you know, that's what we're all in search of anyway, right? We're always asking these questions like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be? And why all of these lessons, right? 
Now, in the realm of spirituality and metaphysical science, we always hear go within or look within or even as I say on the show all the time, connect with yourself. But what does this really mean and how do we do it and why? You know, I've also shared with you that meditation is foundational in many spiritual practices. And even in opening your third eye, you know, many people will recommend that you practice meditation as a starting point. And in my personal practice, I found that meditation is huge, which is why, you know, it's even part of the courses I teach, like with the strengthening your intuition. But it's much more than trying to see into the future or to use psychic ability for prediction. In fact, um, I teach my students that the main focus is and should always be looking at what is being held in someone's space right now. What are you holding within your field of consciousness and how to gain clarity around this? which will help determine the choices you want to make now. And this will ultimately influence the future. But it's not about the future. It's about right now. And even more, it's about seeing yourself in order to understand yourself and understanding what you're holding on to and how it's influencing you and how you see and perceive life how you see and perceive you, and even understanding what it is you are creating. And yeah, you you are a creator, okay? You may have heard that you can see what you're creating by looking at your life, by examining what you've attracted into your space. But to understand what you're creating and why, you have to look within, You have to see yourself and, again, understand what you're holding on to. What are your stories and what do you allow yourself to see? Is it your light? Is that what you're looking for when you go within? Now, imagine it's true, you know, what we always hear that All of the answers are within. Where else would you look? Not out in a book, not here on the show. What if you really can access everything you want to know just by seeing who and what you truly are? Okay, so let's just say you're asking yourself, how seeing yourself would answer your questions, any and all questions. Consider this. Everything that you claim or believe now is based on what? A lot of it is based on external experience and based on what you have seen with the physical eyes and based on what you've created with a very limited point of view. And I say limited because I want you to think of it this way. Through your physical eyes, you see with mental blinders. 
but with the third eye, you see beyond what has been created by man, and you see beyond the physical realm. You are able to see without limitation, and you become aware of your possibility. You become aware of what and who you are beyond the ideas you have created or the perception you've had through a very limited view. You are more than a man or a woman. You are more than a husband or wife. You are more than a friend or sibling. You are more than a job title. Now, of course, I can say a thousand times that you are divine, that you are an expression of the divine in physical form. But does it really matter what I say unless you realize it and see it for yourself? No, not really. And the only way you will see this is by going within. You can open your third eye and allow yourself to see you in a new way. And, you know, of course, you can use your third eye to see many things. And you will see many things as it opens more. But what if you went in and used your inner vision to access your inner light? What if you dared to have the intention of seeing yourself for who and what you truly are and doing this, of course, without judgment, only with love and understanding and compassion? Then what if you use that same vision to see the world around you? then that whole term, you know, the greeting, the namaste, would be so much more than a sweet idea. It becomes truth. I see the light in you. The light in me recognizes the light in you. But it's more than an acknowledgement. It's a knowing. It's actual sight and true recognition. But it begins with seeing yourself and seeing your light and coming to understand what that actually means. So we go back to our original question. Why do we have a third eye? Okay, now I personally believe we have this ability to see ourselves as divine and to release ourselves from the limitations created by the mind of man and to explore, you know, levels of wisdom and understanding as you choose. Your third eye is like your access or like a gateway or like a key to much more than what we can even imagine. You know, um, in this realm, we hear a lot about divine awakening, right? Or um, your awakening on your spiritual path. But Think about that term, divine awakening. What does that even mean? Now, if you awaken in a literal sense, you're opening your eyes, right? So to awaken in a divine way would be to open your divine eye, to access your divine vision, to see beyond illusion. And just like with our physical eyes, you have choice at, you know, what you look at. You may choose to read a, a certain book. You may choose to look out of the right window instead of the left. 
And you have choice in what you give your attention to when using your third eye. Now, again, you can use this ability of seeing to look at many different things. But what you have been looking for all along is you. And this life we are living is all part of the process in our divine awakening. Each of us has chosen paths. You know, there's no right or wrong. And regardless of how long the roads may be, all roads lead back to you. And as we align with who we are, and as we begin to see with our divine vision, we will see the divine in all things, including ourselves. And I just want to be clear, you know, this is not about changing who you are, but about seeing who you are and aligning with that recognition. Then your alignment will propel you into being differently. You will exist and flow differently. You'll even show up and facilitate this life with new awareness and higher vibration of intention. You'll create differently all while being you, exactly who you are, but in awareness of what you are, which is divine. And now, you know, since this is a recurring message in today's show, let's talk about what it means to realize that you are divine. What is that? And you know, we always hear that um, we're all one. There's no separation. And you know, separation is an illusion. We're all one. So we'll use the analogy of the ocean being consciousness or all there is and you being a wave or even just a drop of water within the ocean. So I want you to think of it this way. Does a wave consider that it can't merge with any part of the ocean or that it's restricted from existing in any part of the whole ocean? Where does the drop of water end and begin within the sea of consciousness? And within the ocean, can a drop of water be any more or any less than the ocean itself? The ocean exists within each drop of itself. You exist within each aspect of all there is. The divine is never void of him or herself. You may not be aware that you are the ocean yet, but that's just because of conditioning. But with your divine vision, you can come to see and understand this. Hey, I'm just going to give you one other example because we all take things in differently. So we're going to stay with the ocean, but let's say this time that you are a fish in the ocean, okay? And each day you are using your physical eyes, looking in the reflection of the waves, and only seeing yourself as a fish. But the moment you access your third eye or your divine vision, you realize that you're not just a fish. You realize that you are the ocean itself. 
And this fish-like avatar has allowed you the opportunity to exist within physical form, but never negating the fact that you are more than what you appear to be on a physical level. And of course, you know, our physical eyes serve a purpose. They allow us to see within this realm. But the vision is limited to this realm of existence. And this realm is only a part of or a drop of all there is. So in connecting with your third eye and seeing with the divine vision, the illusion of separation begins to dissolve. And you'll see that you are all drops within the sea of consciousness, not separate from, not even a part of, you just are. I am that I am. You know, when I think about this, it also makes me think about how we appear to each other based on our levels of perception and awareness. So, for example, um, if you saw a man walking down the street and say he, you know, was just in flip-flops and unshaven and his hair was disheveled and his clothes may be worn and ragged, you may assume many things about him. And, you know, you may label him as sad. You might think he's homeless or hungry or distraught just based on what you're seeing. Well, living in San Diego, (laughs) I could tell you that many people, even the wealthiest of people, may have a very laid back and super casual appearance. So this man I described could easily be a millionaire and happy and completely fine. But because of our idea of what wealth and happiness looks like, we may not see him for who he truly is, only using our physical eyes. Now, if we looked at him with our third eye, we would see so much more like his energy, his divine nature, And you may even perceive his wealth and happiness, but the point is that your view or your scope becomes much broader and more accurate when you look with your third eye, even looking in unison with your physical eyes. Like I said, you can use both modes of vision simultaneously. So as you journey throughout your day, And as you look with your physical eyes and other physical sensory, know that you are witnessing an expression of the divine, that you're witnessing an expression of yourself. Tune into your third eye and allow yourself to see in new ways. Acknowledge that you can retrain yourself to do it and that you have the ability and access to see differently. Now, I have to tell you in my own experience, um, this is truly a path that takes dedication and allowance, and it can be challenging at times. But the way that you begin to see yourself and the level of forgiveness and the recognition of love and the acknowledgement of your light, it's beautiful. And it gives you a new level of appreciation for all things and all people and all expressions of the divine. And when you 
see yourself, there's an amazing space that opens up for healing. You finally allow yourself to observe and forgive and witness with clarity, with understanding and compassion. But as I always say, it takes work and it takes practice. None of this is an overnight task. It really is a journey. It's exploration, it's evolution, and expansion of your awareness. And really, you know, depending on where you are on your path today, this show and, you know, these words and these ideas will resonate with you in different ways. And with that, I would say come back and listen to it again after you've done some more self-connection and see if you hear this differently. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with what you're hearing now, but even as I told you last week, we hear things differently or process things differently as our understanding and awareness expands. So, you know, like when I first started meditation and I was told to go within, I had no idea what that meant. Tried based on my level of understanding. And now go within has a new meaning to me. And tomorrow, you know, it may mean something totally new. So even if something may be challenging to wrap your mind around, but it feels right and true on some level, trust that you'll come to understand it in a new way as you progress and as you continue to explore and expand. Now, this doesn't mean that you will agree with it, but you may understand it in a new way. So now I just want you to take a moment and consider what may be obstructing your divine vision or your connection to your third eye. You know, sometimes it's just that we don't know how to connect to it, and that's fine. But I want you to think about this. Is there any aspect of you that you're afraid of seeing or knowing? And if you are afraid, consider what's provoking the fear. Is it a fear of change or, you know, loss of control? Or is it a fear of taking ownership of what you have created this far? Now, the truth is that when you let go of the self-judgment and criticism, you'll see that you've learned so much through all of the choices that you've made up until now. And when you give yourself an opportunity to see that you are divine and to see that you are love, you begin to not only see yourself differently, but what you begin to broadcast out energetically will begin to shift. And in this, your life will begin to change. Now, one of the toughest things in all of this is releasing attachment to outcome. Just allowing. You know, when I think about this too, it's kind of like um, looking around the home that you live in right now. So say you look at your house or your apartment 
and you wish that you were actually in your dream home. And then someone shows up and says, you're already in your dream home. You just can't see it with the way you're looking at things. And that if you allow the walls of your physical home to come tumbling down, you'll begin to see that you have always been in this home you've always dreamed of, but you were distracted by the physical walls only looking with your physical eyes. Now, it would take a lot of trust to allow what you have perceived for so long to just melt away. But go back to the idea that you can see both at the same time. What if you could acknowledge what exists for you on a physical level while also connecting with your divine vision, allowing yourself to see more clearly and allowing yourself to see all that exists within your field, both physical and energetic? You know, we've talked about this on the show so many times, but you are more than a physical being. You are also an energetic being. So it makes sense that you have access to sensory in both ways. You can see yourself in both ways, in all ways, when you intend and allow. So now this moves us into how this can be done. Now, I mentioned before that meditation is foundational in most spiritual practices, and that's because it's an amazing way of connecting with yourself, but it's also a way of opening your third eye and seeing in new ways. And um, I did tell you last week that I have recorded meditations to help you connect with your light and with seeing yourself. And those meditations will be emailed to my mailing list tomorrow. So if you haven't already, you still have time to sign up for my newsletter at com, and the meditations are free. And I created these meditations because I think it's important for all of us to begin to see ourselves. And again, we all have the ability to do it. You know, we can all access and use our third eye. It's just that we may need guidance through the process. So it'll be interesting um, to hear from you what you think about all of this and today's show. So, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Um, feel free to email me anything that comes up for you. But before we go today, I also want to remind you that the full moon will be in Scorpio on May 4th. And as you know, the full moon is all about a cycle coming to completion. And it's also a great time to release. Now, the energy of Scorpio is perfect for this because, you know, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And this energy is similar to the story of the Phoenix rising. And, you know, a lot of us had some serious discomfort throughout the month of April, you know, facing internalized challenges and really having to deal with our stuff. And now this full moon holds space to let any last remnants go. Just let it go. 
give thanks and prepare to rebuild and transform and do in new ways and create in new ways. And then, of course, with all that we've talked about today, perhaps you'll allow yourself to see in new ways, connecting with your third eye and looking beyond the surface as you journey throughout this day. So, as always, I hope today's show gave you some food for thought. If you have any questions or feedback, again, be sure to email me. And if you want to work with me in my one-to-one program, I have an intuitive mentoring program. You can get more information about that and contact me through my website, which, again, is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And I hope you have a beautiful day, everyone, and remember to always journey in love.